0: Welcome back to Ralph Pinson's podcast, where ancient wisdom meets modern man. Today's episode was sponsored by Yaakov Ben Rivka, in honor of his mother's fifth yard site. Today's episode is the 26th in our Q&A series. There's a lot of major chidoshim that arose in Chassidus, from the Baal Shem Tov uh for example a person should always be joyful um, there's divine providence in everything every action that a person does however mundane should be linked to divine purpose um what's what's in the kudava how does it all come together what's the what unites these ideas so let's let's uh let's say there are five i'm gonna say five I mean, there's so much more, but the five like big things that are known about what the, what the Baal Shem Tov came, what the Chassidus came and taught the world and changed things in a way. Most dominantly, I would say, it's the idea of simcha, of joy. That simcha, the way joy was understood up until that time period, was that joy was, and this is what the, the Roshayim, it's written in the Roshayim writing, in the early commentators, that joy is what completes a mitzvah. There's the mitzvah itself, there's the action itself, you're doing the mitzvah, and joy enhances the mitzvah and completes it in a correct way. So for example, when the Torah says, <laughs> that the reason for all the rebuke and all these punishment, quote-unquote, the Torah is because you, you didn't serve Hashem with, with joy. So the Ramah Mechus and the Arisa brings this down, is that because you didn't experience the joy of a mitzvah. That when we did a mitzvah, we did, we did a positive action, we did it as a burden. We didn't do it with, with joy. But joy was always considered as a part of another thing. So it was, the, it was the shleimus, it was the completion of a mitzvah itself. One of the things, one of the major things that the Bal Shem revealed and the has revealed to this world was the idea of simcha, not simcha Sham mitzvah, not the, the joy of a mitzvah, which was already before, um, but that simcha itself is a mitzvah. That to be joyful itself is a mitzvah. If does Hashem is simcha, that a person should serve Hashem with joy, and since a person is serving Hashem at all times, which is really what a person should be doing at all times. So since a person is always serving God, always in a posture of service to his man, to his fellow, to Hashem, so therefore we should, a person should do that with joy. This is like a very dominant feature. In fact, the early a lot of times uh, in reference to Hasidim, to the early Hasidic t- uh, students of, of the schools of the Baal Shem and his the students, they refer, they're referred to as the joyous ones, the feilachah. That was, it was like, uh, and some of the, some of the condemnation or the criticism of of Hasidus was that they're too joyful, some of us, that they're they're, they're dancing on the street or they're making sambal sauces or whatever. That, that, that was like some of the the criticism, but that was that was a very dominant feature of what it means to be to be a joyful person, to always be with joy, with a, with a certain sense of, of of happiness, not to be kalamutna, not to be depressed, or melancholy. Another major feature, another major teaching of the teachings. Of the Baal Shem Tov was the idea of, Ashkachah Pratis, the idea of divine providence. Now, <clears throat> in the early, in the early Rishonim, who this, in the early commentators who, who speak about this idea, like for example in the Rambam in the in the Guide to the Perplexed, the Rambam says that there's something that's called Ashk- and also many of the many Rishonim write this, that there's something that's called Ashkachah Pratis, divine specific intention providence the orchestration in a very specific way and then there's something that's the general like the general overarching thing so let's say for example um let's say a person says i want i want let's say a person's a mayor of a town right And says i, I want the town to run to function it should be a civilized town people should listen to the police and everyone should do the right thing and it should be ethical and moral etc that's general but i don't really care and i want it to be i don't want it to be clean let's say but i don't care you know at exactly at this corner you know, you should have uh, flowers or, or grass, whatever it is. What do you decide. Uh, the general overarching feeling of this town should be one of civil of civility and uh, an order and beauty. Okay, that's called a shakha prat klalis. It's a general overarching idea, and then you can say also in terms of what's the objective. The world has to get to a certain direction, to a certain place, and how it gets there is not so relevant. But there's there's a certain objective divine a desire for the world to manifest itself in its correct form, in its whole form, in a messianic state, in a redemptive state. Okay, generally, the world has to work in that direction. That's hashkacha chlalas, which is general. And then, with regards to to human consciousness, hashkacha pratis, which means specific divine intention, refers to only a person who lives very intentionally. So it's like a sliding scale. The more a person lives in dialogue with his creator or creator, the more a person lives with intentionality and mindfulness mm-hmm. in their own lives, the more they receive divine specific intention, shkaha pratis. So if a person is just living his life, just you know, you know, living, like just going through life, you know, eating, sleeping, procreating. Enjoying themselves, whatever—not a terrible life. A person is like a moral person, but not doing anything specific, uh, you know, wonderfully uh, specific. Just you know, going through life, almost like I wouldn't say like like an animal, but not something wrong with an animal. Just like just grazing, grazing through life. This person doesn't have hashkacha practice doesn't have divine providence on his life. The person lives with more attention, and the, the, the amount of attention a person lives—that's how much a person has hashkacha, divine providence. Comes along the Baal Shem and says that no. It's not only that he's saying that it's no, but it's important to understand that the Baal Shem allowed for the revelation of this idea to be revealed in this world, that it wasn't an argument that the, 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 the earlier is said this way, and now the Baal, Shem, the Ba'al Shem revealed this in this world, which means at this point, there's a new type of revelation in this world, and this type of revelation revealed that every single thing had a shkachah right? that every single thing had a divine, a divine providence, not only humans, but every single thing that happens in this world has divine providence. So there's a new revelation in the world. There was a new a new spiritual quality in the world that was not revealed previously. It's not only that he revealed something that they didn't know. It's not just a knowledge thing. Previously they didn't know about it. Like the Rambam didn't think about it, and the Balsham thought about it. No. When at the time of the Balsham, time of the of the, of the, at the time of the Ramam this, this revelation was not present. And it was not it was not a reality yet. And we'll see why. So that's that's another big, big theme. Another big theme of the teachings of the Balsham, like you mentioned, is the idea of the which means in every single action, every single thing that a person does, they should know Hashem Daehu, Dahu, you should know Hashem Lugmar says the Talmud says that it's a very important verse, that a lot of Torah's connected to this verse. But to make it an essential verse that in contrast to the idea of which is every single action you do should be for the intention of heaven. But every action should be the intention to do it is very different. The magala HaMuchas actually says it, but the Balshanta reveal this much more clearly, is that there's two different ways to think about this. One is that, everything, every single action you do should be for the purpose of heaven, which means you're eating, so you should have strength. The eating itself is nothing inherently positive or holy. It's, the e- a, mean. it's a means. I, I eat so I can be strong enough so I can pray. And I can learn. I can do. I give charity. Okay. So it's l'shem It's for the purpose of heaven. B'chol means that the eating itself is a sacred act. That and and this is a very very strong very very strong teaching of the Bal Shem, That every single action a person does, they 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 have a possibility of da, which is unity yichud, with who with 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 Hashem, and uh, it's so much so that that that. From a, that perspective, not every single, not only every single action a person does is important, but whether a person is a scholar sitting and learning Torah, which obviously Talmud Torah, which is a very high level of, of living, sitting and learning, or a person dominating, or a person is being a shoemaker. That the shoemaker stitching the shoes is doing a holy work just as holy for a different purpose, just as holy as the person that's sitting and learning. It's not one is doing something higher, one is doing something lower. There's no higher and lower. If a person is doing in every single action, it can be either through learning or even through doing work. There's a story of a, a certain chassid that came to A Rebbe and the Rebbe was very impressed with this chassid, this, this, this disciple and told him, and he was a businessman He was also a great scholar. He said, you should drop your business and you should go into, you should become a rabbi because you're, you're a great scholar. And then he went back to his Rebbe, which is the Ramad HaVlechitz. He came to his Rebbe, and his Rebbe was very upset. He said that that other Rebbe that told you you should you should go work, um, hmm. I mean, you should go sit and learn, you should drop your work, obviously doesn't understand about souls. Because your soul is really meant to work. Which means your Tikkun in this world is not to sit and learn the whole day. Obviously, you have to, you have to, of course, you, you, you have to sit and learn, every person has to learn Torah. But your main focus, which means the the, the at least um, in commas and and quantity of time, is that you should be doing doing work because that's your tachlis. Your tachlis is that your neshama came down this world. This is the reason why your soul came down this world is to do work. That's a very very strong thing, and there was a lot of pushback about this on, on the teachings of the malsham. Unfortunately, it was like it almost disappeared for many years, for uh, like the third th- third generation, it almost disappeared. Uh, this type of uh, this type of, You find it later, but the Sassamas it brings it back a little bit. And the Rebbe definitely the Boucher, brought it back in a very strong a strong way. Because that's the Shlemahs of Teres Chassidus. But that's, that's another conversation. Because that's the completion of the teachings of Chassidus. But uh, the idea of every single action should be done. Another important thing, I'm just giving you five examples. Then we'll try to unify these, these ideas. Is that there's a language that's brought down in Tanya, a very famous language. This is an epic shame. It's a soul, chalik alkalami mal That the there's a soul, it's called a chilik alkalami mal mamish, a divine part, a part of the divine itself, literally, mamish. Now that exact phrase, <laughs> is apostric, is a verse. Even the word mamish, which is like say dubious, like, like, like real, this is really a fact, is not the altar of his word. It's already mentioned it's already mentioned earlier by Muqabalam, earlier Muqabalam Shafatal, and others already mentioned earlier. The Khiddish Radal al what's the great novelty of Siddhis is Al Trab is really writing something, that's also written in the prayer aris and Brash Yeshiv, which means he's writing something in his Rebbe that he heard from the Mushem. This is the Tiras That what? That in originally when they said Nefish al Kh Nefish is called Khailik alkal Ma'Mamish, or Khailak al Kalmi Ma'Mamish, that phrase, they referring to Tsadikim. That it's a righteous person is a person that has a a little part of the divine in them. Okay, very in the mouth. Yeah, but so in other words it's it goes back to the idea of Kach. It's a sli- it's a sliding scale. When a person lives on a very high level spiritually and a person is actually a tzaddik a such a refined person, this person is given a a little part of the divine. Not the soul is not something that desires to be connected to the divine not something that wants to be connected, that looks to be connected, but the salt is actually a part of the divine. Part, and divine actually is a contradiction in terms because you can't be a part of the whole, but that's another conversation. So what was the chiddush? The chiddush was, the, the novelty of the, the idea was that every single, it has a chiddush. That's the chiddush. This is the fourth fourth idea. The fifth idea, which was, besides the, the democratization of spirituality, which means that it was relevant to everybody. One of the fascinating things that happened with Chassidus is that the conversation also moved to women. Now it doesn't sound like such a big idea, but that's because we're living in the twenty-first century, for better or worse. But that's I would say for better, of course. But that 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 the idea is that Chassidus came and said that the teachings of Chassidus, the light of Chassidus, the oil of Chassidus, is relevant. To all people, to all men and women, and even children. In fact, the the Rebbe Ayatz, the Rebbe Yitzchok, the sixth Lubavitcher Rebbe, when he was in Poland, he even worked a little bit with the and the Rebbe to start chaburahs of people to get together, bachrum with boys with boys to get together to learn chassidus and with girls with girls to learn. They had starting chaburahs to people to learn the chassidus. You know, if to learn Gemara was a question, but and it was debated, but. Chesed was was applicable to everybody I mean, because that it was a spirituality that was a, that accessible and the learning about the Hashem, the oneness of Hashem, which was applicable to everybody. In fact, it was applicable to all the old people, right? Because that's the oneness of Hashem. What's the Nakuda? What's the, the the essence of all these teachings? The essence of all these teachings is that it's the light of Mashiach. It's the Oyesha Mashiach. When there's revealing of the Oyesha Mashiach, the Oyesha Mashiach, the, the difference between exile and, re- and re- a redemptive re- exiled state and a redemptive state is that exile is process. Redemption is already presence. When you're moving towards something, what does exile say? Exile says it's not now, it's not you, and it's not here. What does redemption say? The redemptive state, the redemptive uh, 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 paradigm of redemptive yeah, that it's here, here now you. Right? Exactly. It's right now. So, the, 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 when there was revealing of the oil of Mashiach, the redemptive state, the oil the, the of Yechidah, the of, of the the light of the redemptive reality of Geula that was revealed in the teachings of the Chassidus, what that meant was then that Simcha, joy, is not just when we're doing a spiritual act, but by doing every act, because every act is a tachlis, an end in itself. And therefore, Hashkacha Pratis, is divine providence, is not only... For a specific person, but it's every single person. Cause as Ashkocha calls, means that it's only a process to get to an end, because I'm not, that I don't have intention in the, in the specifics. It's not about the, the the specifics, it's about the overarching thing that's that's going to, going to unfold. Ashkocha says no, that every single thing is an end in itself. So therefore there's divine providence in everything. The same thing also with the and everything you should know. Everything you should know means that it's not just process based, which means I'm I'm eating, so I should have strength to so eventually I should learn. But right now, because it's about presence. And the same thing also, that every person has a divine soul, not just the tzaddik, but every single individual person. The same thing also, the idea with women, that it's relevant to every single person, and specifically also with women, because women, in contrast to men, but that's a a long conversation, is that women represent presence, and men represent process. That's why in the future it says, There's a messianic vision that says they cave it to save and govern, that the feminine will transcend or encircle the the male. Because in the world that we're living, which is or the or this or the structure of exile is a masculine structure. Because it's a masculine structure, it's always about process-oriented. It's about getting somewhere. We're not here yet, and we're going to move towards someone. It's about it's goal-oriented, it's process-oriented. The idea of and of women and that's why you say because because mm-hmm. the women we will redeem, redeemed and because the women will be redeemed in the future because the women is the concept the concept of a, of, of women and the feminine, feminine quality is the idea of presence of revealing of the presence so all of these teachings of the Valshamtev is really if you reduce them to all, all and, and you'll find this with many other teachings but this is a, a sample of these ideas of some of the big ideas of, of teachings of this that all the big ideas is basically saying when there's a revealing of the of the, of the of the end within the means. when the Tachas is revealed already now, a glimmer of the Tachas is revealed already now, so then it's every single person right now right here in this place. And that's that's the orientation the teaching of that light and therefore we have to connect it with every single thing we do in every single moment that we are to connect to that to that redemptive or that redemptive light. Thank you for listening to Ralph Pinson's podcast. To submit questions or to sponsor a future episode, please email ralphpinsonpodcast at gmail.com. The link is in the description below.